Greetings. I am Sagar, the host of Tech FM. Today I am joined by a special guest, Ane Parthwarma. Hi, Sagar. It's great to be here. And today we are going to talk about the Samsung Galaxy Note 20 Ultra. So, jumping into my first question, Ane, Samsung is really pushing for the new glass which they implement in the Corning Victus Gorilla Glass, which they advertised to be non-breakable so what do you think about it well sagar what samsung has claimed with their new devices and the new glass being used is that it is the toughest glass which has been which has ever been fitted to a device as well as the rear and the front panel so uh, and also what uh, corning uh, has stated in their website is that the new victus gorilla glass which is also called the gorilla glass 7 is five times stronger than glass so what people are misunderstanding it with is that it is not five five times stronger than its predecessor or the previous gen gorilla glass that is the gorilla glass 6 but it is five times stronger than normal glass and i think it may be a bit more scratch resistant or maybe a drop resistant but i don't think that it will be a huge upgrade and like how samsung is exaggerating this point so it would be a normal uh, gorilla glass update more uh, than more of a leap yeah exactly okay so uh, t- uh, let's talk about the camera the camera they are advertising to be 8k Uh, and could shoot 8K raw video with 60 fps so that would be first of all i think a major battery sucker because 8K is not easy to shoot 4K when we shoot with our phones that drains the battery and gets heating issue what do you think of 8K well samsung has fitted its best sensor in the business right now that is the 108 megapixel sensor but the 8k video recording is done by the six, the smaller 64 megapixel sensor that is also the uh, three times optical zoom lens and what uh, samsung has done is that yeah it is capable of 8k recording at uh, 60 fps and but it has some disadvantages such as uh, as being as it is being uh, shot on a three times optical zoom lens the video is being cropped in like you won't get that extra field of view that extra wide field of view and also okay. uh, when you're recording 8k video you need to have a well lit environment like you'll have to be standing in broad daylight for the video to turn out nice or else if you are in a darker condition such as in a room which is not uh, well lit okay according to what you're going to shoot with your phone so i think it would uh, cause a lot of noise in that video and the video would turn out very bad so you're saying that it is not as great performing in low light than it is right now in daylight yes actually all of the 8k's and 6k's and even 12k cameras are not uh, good performers in uh, like low light conditions they all are meant to be shot outside in broad daylight okay as we touched on the battery i would like to ask you that the samsung galaxy note 20 has a 120 hertz display and it is an amoled with a max of 1500 nits of brightness which is bonkers in my opinion for a 
phone in this day and age what do you think of the total package and what will it cost on the battery now samsung i guess have installed a 4300 milliamp hour battery if i'm not wrong and but samsung has also done a very slick move that they have given you a display of 120 hertz but if you're using your phone with the 120 hertz uh, refresh rate uh, equipped so the resolution will fall down to a full hd like hd plus and when you switch it down to uh, 60 hertz then you'll get to use the full resolution that is uh, uh, wqhd and I think that will kind of save the battery. And what Samsung has also done is Samsung has an adaptive display mode built into the phone, which out of the box is already uh, there. So what it does is when you're scrolling through your Instagram or scrolling through anything, it will switch the display to the 120 hertz panel. And when you are doing normal stuff like watching a movie, which obviously is not available at 120 hertz anywhere right now, nor YouTube, nor uh, Netflix and not even Prime Video and stuff. So at that point of time, Samsung, uh, the Note 20 Ultra will switch back to 60 hertz. So I think they have done a pretty good job with the optimization of the battery and I think it will turn out pretty good. Okay. So the huge feature on the Note series is obviously the S Pen, right? So the S Pen this year, I don't think so. There is that much new added. Uh, except the functionality of the phone. So do you think the S Pen is turning into more of a gimmick because it is a Note series, so we have to have a S Pen, or it is actually becoming a feature that people would like to use? Like, Sagar, according to me, I think it's a very useful feature. Like, when you are uh, using a phone, like you are editing a picture or something, so when you're going through the settings of the editing uh, software so i think that precision that you need of this that slider right i think that is there and i know many people personally and uh, i know my dad myself he also uses a note phone and yeah he uses the s pen a lot and also uh, the point you said that the s pen is not getting any better right I think Samsung is already there. Samsung has made it there. Like it's already the best in the business. You aren't getting any phone with a built-in stylus. Okay. at uh, With such a high-end uh, specs and everything. I think uh, the Note 20, the Note series uh, uh, is the only thing in the business right now. And it has no competitor. Okay. So uh, the ecosystem that Samsung is now trying to build with the DeX and partnering up, uh, partnering up with Microsoft to make a good overall phone that can do your desktop jobs, you know, because it, it is work from home season and everybody's at their home and they just launched it. So was this totally necessary or was this just another selling point for the phone? I think uh, building relations with even more uh, companies is a nice thing for a company to do. Well, as uh, an and uh, like, uh, if you want to use your phone as a full-on PC, Samsung has done it. You can do it wirelessly now. You can be using your phone as a touchpad for your PC, and you can be using your any any display as your uh, monitor. So I think the Note 20 is 
powerful enough to work as a pc already and uh, partnering up with microsoft gives them uh, some liberty to copy things or to borrow things from microsoft itself which is the maker of windows so i think it would uh, make the user experience even better but but my point is that microsoft right now is also entering this kind of a similar place where uh, samsung is with the folding phones and all of that stuff so do you think there will be some uh, cutback from microsoft to get the uh, full features on their phone instead of samsung actually i don't think so that microsoft would do so as they have pretty good relations right now and also that uh, microsoft also includes all of their paid packages for free in every new samsung devices so i don't think that they have done anything like till now but i don't know anything about the future there may be something i don't know okay so talking about the s pen again and the desktop uh, paint a picture for me how how would you use your integration with your phone on a monitor okay so look many people like not some people many people like you buy a laptop okay you buy a phone but the storage on both of them are different okay the files on your phone will be on your phone and the files on your oh sorry the files on your pc would be on your pc right but you want everything to work as one like you are using android or ios on your uh, mobile phone right and then yeah. when you switch to your pc to do some extra work like which can't be done on your phone then you are using maybe windows maybe the mac os so many people want the layout and everything to be as like as similar as it can be with their phone and all the files and stuff and the interface so i think samsung what samsung is trying to do is that samsung is trying to uh, make the experience a bit similar uh, like using a phone or a tablet but on a pc with the power of a pc and uh, has all the capabilities of a pc which like the work it can do all the work which you can do on a pc so i think it's pretty useful okay so the uh, samsung galaxy note 20 ultra has a wifi 6 modem inside it and which is obviously aimed at uh, low latency gaming and faster download but in india right now i don't think so there is much of wifi 6 routers installed whether it be the metros whether it be anywhere so what do you think would that pan out in the indian market well i think like a company doesn't make a phone keeping just one country in mind they <laughs> develop a phone keeping the whole world in mind like all but, the consumers at one place same point applies for the whole world the whole world does not have wifi 6 right now like look wifi 6 is a relative you know system but having a wifi 6 receiver is not only for a wifi 6 net um, a network that you are receiving right a wifi 6 modem is for, a receiver is also for a lo- uh, like better uh, connection uploading better connection so yeah, yeah. you'll get you'll get better speed you'll get better download speed you'll get better uploading speeds and also that uh, strength and the range of the wifi that increases like 
uh, right now i'm sitting just next to my router if i walk to my other room i don't think the network comes till there but if i have an even better device with wifi 6 i am pretty sure that i can go to my terrace with that but but the counterpoint here is the wifi 6 like the fast 5g you need to be close with the router you need to have a strong connection to get that fast download or upload look all the wifi 6 routers which are being used by the consumers have either two band or three bands they have the 2.4 gigahertz they have the 5.0 gigahertz and they have the 6.0 gigahertz like my wifi i have 2.4 and a 5.01 so yeah the 5.01 has uh, like a weaker range and strength but the downloading speed and the uploading speed is ludicrous on that thing and i think like having a, a better receiver on the phone may help with that let's see like first let wifi 6 arrive in india properly then we'll talk about that okay what do you think of the software in the samsung flagship phones which is uh, same across all with, with of course some minor detail changes because of the s10 what do you think of the one ui i think the one ui is pretty clean it's uh, very user friendly and everything is just it looks very neat and symmetrical on that uh, skin i think a uh, stock android skin like the pixel and the one plus would have been a little better with samsung but samsung is doing pretty good with their android skin and i think they have done a good so job I, i have a question for you relating this yes they are making the one ui more user friendly right yes is this again copying apple how can everything that apple does and a company just trying to do the similar thing be copying apple you definitely you obviously want your uh, device to be more user friendly right you, like i know apple did it way back <laughs> uh, but but, but the similarities are uncanny it cannot be unseen no i think there are very few similarities in the one ui and ios i i am using no, one no, ui right no. now not copying right away like you know the tab s7 but uh, similar features like bigger icons and uh, uh, changing stuff from one home screen to the other and widgets all of that is very simple and you know uh wait, user friendly I, i think you got something wrong ios did not have any widgets until the ios 14 no right now they don't have but i'm telling you what the implementation looks like of widgets it is very simple uh, unlike others you, you don't have to go through all the configuration and stuff look i yeah i know that like out of the box high end phones are nice you don't have to go to the settings a lot but still i like going through the settings and customizing my phone as per my choice but also with ios you are not you are not getting like many customer customizable options but with uh, one ui like samsung is just going leaps and bounces with the customization okay i have not used the one ui since like what a year and a half now so i don't really know what it is like now but back then it was not that good it was more trying to copy apple i, I would say but now i'll take your word for it 
and what do you think now there's now there there was a special slide in the presentation at the unpacked event that they will support all flagships for 3 years why did that take so long okay so by flagship they meant was the phones which were announced 3 years back such as uh, the note 9 no the, uh, yeah i believe they said from this year moving forward they'll support it for 3 years no those devices are uh, getting software updates for 3 years but the old flagships are also getting this, uh, updates for uh, even more uh, time so i think uh, that is what the slide meant okay so in conclusion what do you think of the note 20 ultra for you know an indian consumer that wants you know as you said your dad likes to write on the s pen so what do you think of the note 20 ultra well it's obviously not for an average indian consumer but uh, people who like to do some very uh, heavy work on their mobile phones and they don't like to use Uh, uh pcs or tablets and etc and etc so i think it's a pretty good choice uh, for them and also it's a pretty nice phone it's a good looking phone it's uh, it's got high end specs it's got nice cameras a big huge display the s pen so i think yeah people in india may get attracted to the new so, 20 so you will definitely buy if you get the chance well i would buy, i would ask i won't buy it as i don't earn anything so yeah i would ask for it let's see what happens and i don't think so i'll get that but still okay so ane thank you you for joining me today and i hope you can join me in the next episode as well yes sagar it was it was very fun talking to you on this podcast so wrapping things up this has been ane and this has been sagar and i'll catch you in the next one